So that photograph that you mentioned at, at the very beginning, um, a, a photograph of you when you were younger, mm. is that you? No, it's the character in the dream. Mm. <laughs> you take the photo to be you, just a younger version of you, right? Yeah. Good. So presently, here, now, mm-hmm. looking at that photo, is that you? No. All right, well, there's your, there's your question answered. Yeah, okay. There was nothing complex about it. <laughs> really. Yeah, like... <laughs> well, no. it was only, was only thinking of what Indigenous Australians first thought when yeah. white people were taking photos and it was that fear of capturing spirit or essence in time. And I'm yeah. wondering from your position if there's anything to add to that. It's just always now. Mm. Mm. That's the reality. And everybody experiences that. Everybody. Everyone experiences that. We just miss it. Like, <laughs> when is it not now? When? When could it possibly be not now? Mm. When? See, when implies time, doesn't it? The word when implies time. Yeah. When is it not now? What does that do with time? See, I was talking about this just today. Everyone's on the the non-dual path. But I wonder, (laughs) how much do we understand about duality? What the hell's duality? We're all trying to find non-duality. Hopefully we're going to have an experience and, you know, we we might experience fireworks. Who knows? (laughs) What can you tell me about duality, Yvette? Well, only from mind I can tell you. I I can't speak from heart. So from mind, it's like being in a dream. Are there objects... In your room, out and about, like presently? Do you see objects? Yes. No, you don't. That's duality right there. Mm. Me and the object. Mm. Or that object and that object. Yeah. Now, what was it that said, yep, I see objects? What said that? You do understand that speech... Is just verbalized thought. Yes. You understand that? Yes. Okay. So who just said, yep, I see objects? Who said that? A verbalized thought. But who said it? Sorry, Terence, I can't. I mean who said it's the small eye? Is there a belief, Yvette, that you said it? Yes, yes. Good. Okay. So just say me. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) let's get really real here. I know we we can get all philosophical. Oh, it's the small eye and the big eye. And it's, man, if there's still a sense of a me here, 
mm-hmm. own it. And I'm saying that to everybody. Like, we've got to own it. Otherwise, we'd kind of sometimes refer to as um, spiritual bypass. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I can't say me because that's, I'm in a non-dual group and there are no me's. Good. Okay. So now what's this me? Come on. Let's find it. <laughs> what is it? Where is it? Yeah, because there's a belief, there's a me here, I experience me, and I even speak. And there's even the belief that I think. You might know intellectually that, you know, thoughts happen. Yeah. But I guarantee there'll be a me that believes it's here watching thoughts happen. Now we need to find that me, that one. Where is it? Because look, we believe there's one here. Terence, when um, I had the satsang with you on Friday and George and you had that fantastic interplay, mm-hmm. it was very, um, it was very revealing about the location or the demarcation between what I feel is me and our true natures. You were talking about a spike, a spiky bit, to find the spiky bit. And I attempted to do that in inquiry and and couldn't, was trying to find the spiky bit, that fine line that's ever so close. It's like a doorway which we're meant to be able to walk through. I wouldn't mind if you could talk a little bit more about that. If you're saying to locate what I feel is me, other than saying it's in the body, I feel it's in the body. Yeah, we all do, right? In that sense of consciousness. Well, what's the red flag? We feel located in the body. And it's pretty damn hard to deny it. And then we get on this non-dual path and we try and get rid of it. Mm. The sensation. Sometimes referred to as the self-center. Now, we better first see the mind's still trying to learn. It wants answers. And where I'm more inclined to go is let's challenge this me. Rather than spiky bits and can I do that, that's that's the me. We need to go looking for that. Like really go looking for it. What have you found? I found the point where the me is constructed. I find it with that sensation. I'm trying to locate the sensation when I'm doing meditation or inquiry. Good. Why are you trying to locate the sensation? <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Oh. I'm just asking why. 
to dissolve it, to, to see, to dissolve. Ah, there it is. <laughs> You'll never be able to do that. Mm. Not for a million years. The mind will hang on like hell. Mind interprets that as death. Interprets. That as death, yes. As death. Yeah. Mate, that, <laughs> it's not going to let go in a million years. No way. The question is, the real question is, this sensation that we experience, is that the me? Because if we believe it is, then we'll try and get rid of it. Exactly. Mm. No, and it's interesting how in the different in many of the traditions that's being a novice that's how we work at it we try and kill or i do that very essence yeah wrong yeah i understand look yeah. I, I mean i i understand the logic behind that yeah but it's actually wrong yeah yeah now but jesus i understand it like mm. Because that, that was um, where I used to believe that I did all the experiencing. All my feelings happened here. This, this energy, like this meanness, all my feelings happened there. And I didn't want to feel. I seriously didn't want to feel. So I, was like, I would have been wrapped if that, this sense of me went <laughs> and I spent a long time, long time believing that that had to go. And what really had to go was the thinking around it, the meing around it, all the thinking yeah. around it, that had to go, not the sensation. You could never get rid of that sensation. Not possible. And, you know, and in terms of, you know, we've got to kill this me. How many how many me's are there? Like, who's going to kill the me? And I know that's out there too, you know, and, and that just sounds so harsh. Let's kill the me. And besides, you can't. You know, that would be like, it would be akin to trying to stop thoughts with thoughts. Drown water with water. Put out a fire with fire. Like, yeah. So ultimately what we've got to do is it's coming to see what you're not. Not trying to find what you are. Because the seeker is the mind only. is thoughts only. The me is mind only, thoughts only. That's all it is. Now, this other thing that's going on, we can look at that. <laughs> Once you can fully see what this imposter is, this me, you have to park the sensation for a moment. Yeah. See how it manifests. What is it? What is it? 
You know, I sometimes use the amnesia pointer. Reach in to the screen and touch on the shoulder. And the moment that I did, you experience complete and utter amnesia. Don't know where you were born. Don't know what race you are. You know, you don't know. It's just gone. And you just find yourself sitting here. Where's the me now? Would the me still be here? You wouldn't know your name. Looked in the mirror, you wouldn't recognise the face. Wouldn't recognise the face. That kind of amnesia. But I'm not talking about a lobotomy amnesia. You can still communicate. You still know a computer's a computer. And a, a desk is a desk and that's a person. Yeah. All we've done is we've just wiped out all your personal me memory. Gone. Now where's the me? What would be here? Wouldn't know your name. You wouldn't know anything. It would just be gone. Now, with that particular pointer, you've now got to use logic and ask yourself, well, if that happened, what would be here? Would I still call it me? You'd have no clue who you were. Like this, this big, huge backstory of it. You know, like a big, huge backstory from as way back as you can remember. You know, all the seeming experiences that you've had and I've done this and I've done that. Big, huge backstory. If you remove that backstory, Completely, what happens to the me? I'm not talking about physical sensation of being here. I'm not talking about, you know, the, the, the fact that you'd still be conscious and you'd still be aware. And I'm parking that for the moment. I'm trying to get you to see what this me is. What do you think would happen? I mean, I don't know if you've ever met anybody that's experienced amnesia. But, man, it's just, it's all gone. Now who are you? Who are you now? Who would you be? It'd just kind of be brand new and fresh, wouldn't it? Did you get that, brand new and fresh? Yeah. Yes. Now, I reach into the screen again, I touch you on the shoulder. Oh, all your memory comes back. Holy shit. Right? Oh, me's back. Oh, and it's heavy and big backstory. And I've been on this non-dual path forever. And, oh. <laughs> and what have we returned? Memory. That's all. So given those two examples that I've given you, yeah, what's the me? Oh, it's, it's that. It's the construct of memory. And... Are, you, are you happy to accept that, that that's who you are? 
well, no, obviously not. No. No. Not when you see it. Mm. It just becomes ludicrous. You know, there's a, there's a um, definition of insanity, yeah? Repeating the same mistake and expecting a different result, yeah? There's a much better one than that. <laughs> Bring the past into the present and calling that me. Mm. When you ask the question, who's the me, with the example of amnesia, I, I did. I had the immediate reaction of being, it's completely new. It is completely fresh. It's an innocence or whatever. How simple is it just to claim that? Is it, it's a matter of just claiming it. No, because that would be somebody that would, well, that would be mind. Okay. I know that this can sound frustrating. I know it can, yeah. It's simply a matter of seeing the truth. Given what you just said, what's the truth of that? Of it, of it just being simple and innocent and fresh. Yeah, but wanting to claim it. Oh, what's the truth of it? Yeah, because it came out of you, right? Oh, well, claim was probably not the right word, just be it. Who'd be being it? Yes, exactly. See, if we already are. Exactly. That's yeah. right. I to say, we already are. Yep. Good. Now, from there, let's see what you're not. Stop looking for what you are. You already are. That's what I was asking. Right. Right. Mm. right. The problem is, this that we already are, we believe it's the me. This arness, if you like, <laughs> there's a word. I haven't heard anyone use that before. Yeah. Is that the me? We just identified what the me is. The other thing we can do. Yeah. You and I, we're both sitting here right now. And we're, we're talking about the mind and the me and thoughts and how to and where are we? Right here. Yeah. Talking about. And it's this that we miss. And the reason we miss this is because we're convinced it's the me that's experiencing this or that is this. We're convinced. No wonder the me feels so bloody real. Seriously. It feels real. The me feels real. And mind steps and goes, see, I'm here. I feel real. The mind says that. And this is me. And the mind says that. Now, you and I are sitting here. You're conscious of mind, correct? Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is just the content and thoughts that just arise that you're aware of. Yeah? Okay. You're not aware of thoughts that may or may not be arising here, but you certainly are aware from your own direct experience of thoughts arising there, yeah, with you. And you're conscious of that. Yes. Yeah. You're conscious of the laptop being in front of you or phone or tablet or whatever it is you've got, right? You're mm-hmm. conscious of that. Mm-hmm. Conscious of it. Yeah. Conscious of this, uh, this sensation 
that we experience in the body, this is me. And I've learned that this has got to go. I've got to kill this. <laughs> That's the story, right? I'm just I'm taking the piss out of the story, actually, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go. Yeah. And you're conscious of that too, yeah? Yes. Good. Now, all the storytelling, all of it, goes on in the mind. A me gets created in the mind as thoughts, and those thoughts just happen. Yeah. What the mind believes and thinks of the world, that all happens in there too. Remember when we experienced amnesia a moment ago and it was just all brand new and fresh? Yeah. Just fresh. No story, nothing going on. Just holy shit, look at this. <laughs> So you're conscious of the inner dialogue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even conscious of the thought that arises, this, I've got to kill this me. Mm-hmm. This me's got to go. You're conscious of that also, yeah? Good. Now step into the mind because that's where you live. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't. But that's where you think you live is in here, yeah? Now, step into there and see if mind or thoughts are conscious of this that's here, that's conscious of mind. Flip it. Honestly, flip it. See what you discover. Try and flip it. Try. What happens? How many points of consciousness are there? How many? Have a look. You're conscious of mind. Now see if mind is conscious of consciousness. Flip it. I I find that really difficult to do. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) You're not supposed to be able to do it. (laughs) It should reveal something. Can we agree for an experience to occur, you've got to be conscious? Can we agree on that? Yes. Good. (laughs) Now, step into your imaginary world, and you've got one. Everyone's got one. Now, step into your own little imaginary world where you live, I know that sounds condescending. I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm not. Step in there, yeah, mm-hmm. and see if you can be conscious of this. That's conscious of it. You are conscious of the mind. Yvette. Now step in there. Can the mind be conscious of this that's conscious of it? Well, I know the answer to that. Then say it. Well, no. Good. Yeah. (laughs) I can't experience that. Good. Now, okay, so just a little bit more unravelling. And we agreed a moment ago for experience in to be occurring, you've got to be conscious, right? Right. Right. 
So, and we just did a bit of a test and discovered that in the mind, the mind itself and all the storing and stuff that goes on in there, yeah, it even produces a me. Like you'll even hear your own voice chatting away. What have you done this time, Yvette? Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, if you discover that the mind and thoughts are not conscious at all, what's the backstory based on? Just memory. Is it based on experience? Well, no, not in the moment, no. At any time, is it based on experience? No. That should be putting a smile on your face. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so what the hell's going on? What's the story based on? If there's no consciousness going on in here, what's the story based on? For experience in to happen, the mind would have to be conscious. Then it, then it could say, yep, I had such and such an experience because it would be conscious. Now, you need to see if it is. Man, and if you... And you really need to look at this. Because if your conclusion is, yep, Jesus, yeah, the mind is conscious. You're in deep shit right there because you're going to have two points of consciousness now. One here and one in here. How many points of consciousness are there? Mm. This is the stuff you need to be looking at. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so what we're constantly trying to do is dismantle this me. What is it? Because we're convinced me is conscious. What's really important to see there, you've got a huge backstory going on, whatever it is. It's your own, your own backstory, huge backstory going on. Is any of it based on actual experiencing? Mm. Got to see that. Really, yeah, really yeah. important to see that. Because yeah. me will stand up and say, absolutely, I experienced blah, 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 blah back in 1985. When I say me will stand up, it's just the mind. It's just the mind. You have zero control over. <laughs> zero. You are listening to an excerpt from a virtual satsang about non-duality by Terence Stevens. Terence holds three Zoom meetings every week. 
To make a booking, start your journey by going to www.terrencestevens.com.au.